Get your space ready for the year ahead at Macy's One Day Sale. Going on now with deals of the day like three-piece comforter sets, $24.99. Get creative in the kitchen with cookware sets, just $39.99. And prep for a future getaway with 65 to 75% off luggage closeouts from Samsonite, Travel Pro, Delsey, and more. Plus, get your dot-com orders fast with contact-free curbside pickup. Or you can pick them up inside the store. For details, visit Macy's.com. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Let's be real about history. And hangovers. Hang <laughs> <laughs> what a weekend. Hang hangovers. What a weekend. Right, <laughs> so y'all remember last week was Let's Be Real About Game Day. So y'all know what we're going to talk about first today. Yeah, we're going to talk about hangovers first. <laughs> 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 who, who wants to talk about hangovers? <laughs> but yeah, remember? We are powered by the Binge Podcast Network. Check us out on our new website. It's lbrsports901.wixsite.com slash real. Also, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's lbrsports901. And you can listen to us on any podcast platform. All right. So, top of list today, college football, game day. The game last night, Memphis, 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 every day. NBA Wednesday night. A lot of stuff happened Wednesday night in the NBA. It was a, a pretty interesting night. Real talk yep. segment, NCAA. They decided what? They want to pay players for their likeness, images. So, we're going to talk about that. And we we have no time in the field. We're going to go to our midseason review, surprise and disappointments for each of us. And we'll finish with our famous trolling off. But first, college game day. Go ahead, clear the table right now, fellas. Go on, put it on the table right now. Me and Skyler were there. Let me know what you think about Skyler. Oh, man. College game day was amazing. To see, like, that many Memphians, not just people, that many Memphians downtown on Bill. At 3.30, 4, 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. What time was, you get there? Oh, I didn't get there until 8 o'clock. Hold on, hold on. It still had a pretty good spot. It still had a pretty good spot. Again, let's be real about uh, history and hangovers. That's why I didn't get there until 8 o'clock, because I had a nice little hangover. <laughs> Definitely have to make sure I go. But no, oh, man, man, it was, I mean, because I, I saw it on Twitter. Um, how early people were there and it was just it was amazing to actually see game because I watch game there pretty much every Saturday and I know most of us do mm-hmm. but to actually have it in your city to have it on bill to actually be able to see it in person was like bro, this is actually like here like so to see them to see Lee Corso Kirk Herbstreit 
He was very yeah, disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. But, but for 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 you to um, for me to be able to see that in person was just like I never thought I'd be able to experience that like in my own city. And so, like I said, being there at eight o'clock in the morning, you seen Penny Hardaway in a, in, a, in a basketball team being there. Jared the King Lawler, yeah, he was there. Jared Jackson, Told y'all in the, in the Batmobile. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> Lee Corso disrespecting the, the the Memphis uh headgear, or whatever. But it was that was crazy. Yeah. But Jerry and John. Jerry and John, Jerry exactly. John, yeah. yeah, and then also being able to see um. Just the, the the story that they did on Kenneth Gainwell yeah, yeah, yeah. and his brother too. That was that was life touching. Like you can definitely see like people shed a tear after the story they did on him and his brother. So like I said, being able to see all that um, in person was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah, with me, I got there at seven. Um, got up at about five. Woke up about five. Actually, I said three alarms. Four thirty. 15 to 6 o'clock. <laughs> Try and attempt to get there early. <laughs> so, oh, I think man. the five fifteen alarm, I just got up, I looked on Twitter, I saw folks already in line. I was like, ah, oh, well, I'll be there at 7. Went right back to sleep. <laughs> got up at 6 and got ready. Um, but, yeah, getting down there, just me and there, I was trying to get my sign on TV. Um, didn't happen, but I got a lot of compliments. It did, it. but it did not. It was clear. it was from like the helicopter. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was clear. Like I saw it, yeah, because I recorded. It, yeah, so. so I saw it, but the general audience didn't see it. Exactly. <laughs> but I got a lot of compliments about it though. But um, yeah, overall, I mean, it was everything you thought it would be plus more. Like, here's a question: What was your favorite sign that you guys saw down there that yeah. maybe didn't make it on TV? Oh, that mm-hmm. did make it on that TV. TV. Oh yeah. god, so many. <laughs> now um, this might have been the most signs in the game day ever. Like I know we were there in person, but I mean just seeing it on TV and seeing other game days. How do y'all think this game day compared to the other ones y'all seen? I'm almost gonna be super biased just for the simple fact that it's in the city. Uh, just how we were able just to pack out Bill Street, and I actually liked all the signs that I did see on TV because it wasn't like all over the place. Like most of them were like central. And, Trash in Tennessee or trash in Tennessee. <laughs> so, um, I, I will um, commend the, the city for that. But as far as up there with the rest of the game days, I guess I'm being biased. It's, it's up there. Yeah, <laughs> real quickly, and I know everybody still got to go, but I know I got up at like 7 in the morning just to make sure I like watch the ESPN and see what they said about game day. And they were talking to like this was like second to none. Everybody's competing for a second when it came to college game day and the experience that it was because it was just so many people there. Like the streets were filled mm-hmm. at like three or four o'clock in the morning. And so um, even ESPN like said like this was probably the best one that they've ever done. So I mean, you can just anytime you come up to Memphis, you can just feel the energy. Yeah. Like I didn't get a chance to go there, but I definitely saw on TV like mm-hmm. it was packed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it. I saw that everybody was having a good time, and it was just a good look for the city. So mm-hmm. I hope this won't be the last time <laughs> they come back because I'll be able to go to the next one. But to answer the sign question, <laughs> I saw one that said the uh, the only pony we know is on the corner of a That one he didn't make. He didn't make TV. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, I thought it. I thought it, it would have. No, it didn't. Because no, I watched. No, Doggone what? They weren't gonna put that on TV. <laughs> no, they actually put one on no, TV though. They did. That one. Not that one. It was like the one. It was like the only pony. The only pony we know is the one on Winchester. Uh, Man, yeah. so stuff made TV because yeah. I'll yeah. to answer your question. And I rewatched it. I rewatched it today, so I didn't. The one I'm about to choose was one that did make TV. I saw it today. Um, it was one about the paying players. Isn't you? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and we stood in our right next to dude. Yep. 
Yeah. I'd I like to talk about the homecoming side because it was homecoming video of them side. Mm -hmm. um, salute to the black alumni, everybody that came out through the different events, the tailgates, what's you know going on on Sunday nights. It's just it was just a good vibe, just overall weekend. Like you combine homecoming and game day, and I think it is an experience that mm -hmm. a lot of people gonna remember for the rest of their lives. So. Uh, salute to the Tigers because they won too. Hey, man. Amen. They won. They won. <laughs> yes, so the yes. trifecta, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, um, I was, I was happy to be an alumni from the U of M this weekend. So. Mm -hmm. And I think all of us can say that. Besides, she and <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Um, as a new Memphian, though, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The college game day experience that wasn't able to be a part of looked uh, amazing. Um, I think the location was perfect. I know they were kind of the debate about where to go. I think that chose the right location by being on Beale and not or with uh, being at the stadium. Yeah. And I think because they chose that location and Memphis really showed out, um, that really put a, a great eye on Memphis. And I, like I said to this last week on the podcast, this is going up the recruits too. Um, because recruits yeah. are going to see what's going on in Memphis. Like, hey, I will, I will go play at Memphis. And this is football and basketball, I believe. So it's just a huge win for Memphis all, overall. But I think they're going to see some benefits with the recruiting as well. Based upon this, and to piggyback off of that, and go back to your point, also when you was like uh, just being proud of people who graduate from Memphis, even ones who haven't graduated from Memphis, seeing John and Jerry out there, mm -hmm. like they play for the Grizzlies, and you know they out there, it's cold. I mean, it's good. It was, I guess, it ended up not being the cold to me. <laughs> I had on thermals and it, layers, but y'all yeah. get cold easily too, bro. Huh? Y'all get cold easily. Too. Layers, yeah. Right? <laughs> so yeah, I had layers. So I went that cold, but seeing you know just seeing them out there, seeing all the, I mean. Basketball, whole basketball team. It was, it was a great experience. The game was great. Um, I know me, you, Scott, and went. Y'all, y'all didn't make the game. Yeah. No, no, it was my wife's birthday. Yeah, I know it's your wife's birthday. It was the first time I've ever went to a Tigers game, and they were pre played no pretty seats, much bro. won no seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah. Let me tell you what I said. It was like a little. <laughs> so I said like last row, not the last row in the stadium, but like last row before the walkout part. Uh -huh. And behind me was like concrete, but you could like sit down in the concrete. It wasn't all assigned seats. Folks sit down right there. Oh yeah, there was. <laughs> I, I got there. I think I walked in at like six forty. There was literally standing room only. Mm. Hey, shout out to security for not caring that much. <laughs> <laughs> they understood and I respect them. Shout out to security. Yeah, both show, they show got some seating signs uh, <laughs> in the giant student mm. section. I, I, I ain't even go to my seat. Just need to hear it there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the game, we won 54 to 48. Um, a good old fashioned shootout. A good old fashioned referees trying to keep the game yeah, close. Yeah, that was yeah, that was terrible. That should have been a blowout. But it was terrible. We still end up winning. Um, they had to cover they they had to cover the point spread, so a lot of people made some money. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what y'all think about the game? Uh, I guess I will start. You know, we've been we trashed Brady White, and deserved so. He wasn't doing well. The last three games though, mm -hmm. after, since he since he's gotten booed. Yep, yep. Because even the Temple game, he had the four turnovers, but he the rest of the game he played well. Mm -hmm. And but since he got booed in that Navy game, like he since he's stepped up. Like I've he's making throws now. His receivers, who was that? Gibson. Antonio Gibson. Yes, man, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Hell, Coxie, it was just great. Cause like Kenny Gainwell was like pretty much they held him in check, mm -hmm. and yeah. we still put up fifty four. She probably should have put up more. We were just trying to run the clock down. That lets you know, like, how explosive our offense could be. And, like, if Brady White can just stay consistent yeah. to that level, like, the sky's the limit. I got to applaud Mike Novell, man. Play calling. He, play calling. 
He didn't run. I don't they, think. I, I can't even think of a screen we ran. I don't remember exactly. many screens. And when I told Skyler, I think it was, it was a stat about SMU in the, their defense or something. I was like, man, we better, we don't need to run our screens tonight. Like most of most of the first half, I was like, man, he's gonna run a screen, and I just scream out like, you better not do a screen, and he didn't do it. Nope. <laughs> he didn't do it, man. Salute to Mike Norvell. Play calling. Let's keep this up. Yep. Now you see what we can do against a ranked team. Like let, let's keep this momentum up. Yeah, for sure. I think I definitely like when I saw what we were gonna talk about when when I saw that we we're gonna talk about this game, I was like, I definitely gotta apologize to Brady White because I know I was trashed. Hey, he ain't gotta apologize. Yeah, you know, apologize. it was worth it. <laughs> 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 well, well, I guess I guess I I, I, I admit where I was wrong. Where Scholar was wrong. Colin has where Colin was wrong. This no, is where no, I was no. Wrong. You motivated him. Yeah, whatever I had you to do, whatever I had to do, we motivated him. Since then, whatever I had to do, because he has played, like you said, ever since that Temple game at home, where he got booed and we were there, mm, yes. he has played like lights out. Like he has put the ball a lot of times exactly where it needs to be, yeah. but his receivers also needs to get credit because the receivers that he, the the receivers and the running backs that he has is like it's unreal. Like I know Alabama has their their wide receiving core, but. I mean, I'm not gonna say that they are they're on the same playing field as Alabama's, but I mean, you see they're like I mean, you see Kenneth Gainwell, like yeah, you see Kenneth Gainwell, <laughs> right, you see yeah. you see Demonte Cox, and you see um, Antonio Gibson. You just like, bro, you miss a tackle, and they taking it to the house, bro. And that's exactly how yeah, our, like Alabama's receivers are. So it's just like, dang, bro, like, like if you look like, I mean, if you look at the numbers that Jalen Hurts has, that Justin Fields has, like. Brady White is up there. Like, if you compare the touchdown to interception ratio, like he's right up there. Kenneth Gainwell, he's up there. I think he's like top ten in the in the in the country in rushing yards. Like this yeah, offense I think he's is number one in all. Yeah, all purpose purpose Yeah, so this yeah. offense is like nothing to joke with. Like it's no freshman. Yeah, it's just yeah. a freshman. Yeah, sure. He's just a freshman. Yeah. So it's just like def- Memphis has definitely got to be one of those schools that gets mentioned. When you talk about mm-hmm. like like top offenses um, in the country and breaking our own records, Antonio yeah. Gibson he broke the all-purpose record for Memphis, and I think uh, Kenny Gainwell broke that record a couple games ago. Okay. <laughs> so he broke his own teammates' record. Then Joe Manifico got the all-time tight end receiving yards record. He had to kick off a kickoff return for a touchdown today that they called back, but. In fact, the tight end returned the kickoff. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then we Jeez. end up getting another kickoff anyway for Antonio Gibson. Yeah. Like right. Real quick before y'all go, Memphis um, actually leads the country in kickoff returns since 2016. They have team. Talk about it. They have team yeah. since wow. 2016. <laughs> that special teams, like, coach. Okay, yeah. We got to look up his name when we get a chance, but Jesus Christ. Like, I mean, this is like, you can almost just tell. Like, we, we're, like, I don't ever, I've never... There's not too many times like this year where you're just like, brother, what kind of like recovery, like what kind of return was it? Like we've always like popped off like 30 and 40 and like 50 yard returns every time there's a kickoff. So it's like you better off just like not kicking the ball to to Antonio Gibson. Then you kick it short and then you get uh, you get magnificent magnificent almost running back too. So Peter Limbo. There you go. He actually used to be a head coach. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So Joe, Trevor, did you see how where I how did it look on TV? Oh, uh, well, I actually didn't get a chance to oh, catch did. most of the game. I caught the highlights like this before this morning or whatever. Um, just from the highlights, it looked like a straight shootout. But of course, as I was saying, it was probably more to that than just the actual shootout. Just seeing Brady White make some big throws down the field, which shocked me. And I was also shocked me that he had 350 in a decent uh, percentage as far as completion. Um, but just. <laughs> it's something I've been saying. Just, feels, loose, just yeah. to see what he may do. Um, and then, of course, Antonio Gibson was just <coughs> all over the place. Like, of course, all purpose yards, um, kickoff return, of course, the touchdown. I think he 
Six catches for 130 and a touchdown. Um, Deontay Cox, of course, seven for 143. So. And Gibson also had like 150 rushing. Yeah, he had, he had more than Kenny Gainwell. Yeah. Actually, like four it was 90, 97 rushing yards for uh, Gibson with the one. Uh, yeah, one. Like, like one big one. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but just from how I was looking at the highlights, it looked like Memphis was clearly the better team. Um, so, that's my whole story. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> even though I didn't watch it, um, being down in that area, um, just feeling the vibe of Memphis while watching the game was huge. I would, my wife and I were at a restaurant during that time, and like, I don't know what happened on the kickoff uh, in the second half, um, but my waves <laughs> um, were nowhere around to serve me water while that kickoff was going on. Um, and so just the feeling, then you look back at the stats, uh, the guys that we already mentioned, Gibson, um, Memphis has got some young talent mm-hmm. as well um, that they can bolster up with uh, over the next couple of years. I've also seen some tweets, whether you're from Memphis or not, um, just about an upgrade in their conference, looking at a different conference for Memphis to be a part of. I said don't move yet. Oh, they, got, um, they got five years. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the contracts. Yeah. yeah. So to got my point, that shouldn't be a discussion um, until you are overly dominant in that Specific, specific division over and over and over again, then you look at something else. Um, I understand that it might want for credibility for Big 12, but I mean, look at the Big 12 now. Who cares? Uh, no no offense to Texas right, right now. I mean, no offense. But, yeah, um, I look forward to Memphis going forward with even more. Like I said, from college game, they coming down, recruits, and I believe recruiting will be up for them as well. Um, you guys have always mentioned the play calling um, had to be different yesterday for you know to put up fifty four, um, open up the playbook some more. But if you're not dunking and diving, thank God, um, give us some people some opportunities. That's why you recruited these players in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. Before we move on, I'd like to give an actual shout out to SMU. Uh, those wide receivers, Prochain, don't force to make some catches, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Exactly. That's why. That's what. Tripping me out, like, bro. These folks are making. I mean, like that one catch, bro. He caught, and we thought he didn't catch it. He got the. They showed the replay. Uh-huh. He got the one foot in. I was like, oh god, <laughs> And y'all former quarterback, Saint uh, Boucher. Texas, yeah, he's a from Texas. SMU's uh, starting quarterback. So I called him. Oh, uh, yep. He started before Sam Ellinger. He I got hurt. That name looked familiar. Yeah, Sam Boucher. Yeah. Kyle wondered what happened to him. And I was like, he. I remember he got hurt. Yeah, I just didn't hear from him. Oh, yeah. He, he, he threw SMU. Some, he threw some dark last <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so we move on. Last Wednesday night before we get to the NBA, shout out to the Washington Nationals. No home team won the game in the World Series. Seven game series, all road teams won. Yeah. <laughs> and that's low key that's low key kind of like that's very underrated because like let that ha- let that have happened like in the NBA yeah, finals. Man. That you you would ne- that's <laughs> almost unheard of. So yeah. that was actually pretty that's interesting the, to see. The closest was Toronto winning all games at Golden State last year. That's the closest. And Golden State Won all game. No, they won every game but game one in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. That was the closest to it. But yeah, move on. First, Golden State. Speaking of Golden State. Stealth. Out for three months. Broken wrist. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, number one pick coming. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> I, I say top three. I, I can say top three. A top pick coming with Stealth and Clay back healthy next year. Um, yeah. You definitely hate to see it for Steph Curry. You hate to see it for someone who. Um, it's as great as he is who shoots the ball as well as he does. Um, to see him break his wrist on a freak accident like that, because that happens 
uh, I want to say happens quite frequently, but you kind of see players just some, how, somehow like be able to avoid a major injury after a fall like that. Um, so definitely hard to. Um, someone, some Titans. So Panthers, shout out to the Panthers beat my Titans today. Malcolm Butler, our cornerback, broke his wrist similarly to the way Steph broke yeah. heels today. Oh, Christ. Hate to see it, but definitely hope he uh, he rehabs well. Hope he gets on the court um, when he can. I wouldn't if I were the Warriors. I clearly wouldn't rush him back. Um, sit but, out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You kind of would want him to sit. On, you would want to sit out to see. I mean, you weren't gonna win too many games with him already. <laughs> so you, you just kind of just sit him and rest him until the next season starts because clearly you're gonna get a top five pick at minimum uh, going into next season. So definitely hope Steph Curry gets better. And pretty good draft coming up. Of course, I, do. I wouldn't want to put injury on anybody, but I think this is a really good thing for the Warriors because, like we all just said, like they got a possible chance of getting a top three pick. And at this point, with all your all your money going to Steph and Draymond and uh, and, and Clay, you said are paying D'Angelo Russell. Like the only way you can build up is through the draft. And with the team that the Warriors are now, I don't think they have enough to go against the Lakers and the Clippers at this point. But if they were to have finally a low presence like James Wiseman, <coughs> that would make the Warriors a, a I think a definitely a championship contender again. I got a question for you. Why What's you say Lakers and Clippers? Why you huh? say Nuggets? I mean Nuggets is <laughs> oh, Nuggets too. Nuggets too. Oh, 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 this is focused. Come, come on. Come on. Sorry, come on. Come on. <laughs> Good catch. Whatever. <laughs> Everybody know how I feel about the Nuggets. So it's a good catch. I mean, it's a good catch. Good catch. But now, um, and then Draymond just got hurt, too. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah, at this yeah, point, yeah. just go ahead. I, I, the whole Warriors are tired. Like, yeah. five straight years. Yeah. Just like LeBron. Like, he had to take his year off the, last year. Like, and I get it, mm-hmm. you know, because he, he looks great this season. So, um, everybody just rest up and then come back next year, you know. Well, well fortunate for um, Steph, of course, it's only going to be three months, but it's for the season. Watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still been confirmed that he's going to play in the Olympics in 2020. So yeah, back. <laughs> That's good. Olympics because yeah. uh, they sure need him. Uh, so <laughs> if I'm the Warriors right now, I would definitely take the playbook that the Spurs took a little over 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just uh, yep. just take the season away, or at least do good what the Pelicans did. So damn good reference. Yeah, that's a good. One. Or at least do what the Pelicans did last year: at least try to play hard and win at least a few games, okay. and then. I mean, just, that's what the Grizzlies did too. And yep. We ended up with the number basketball guys. Exactly. Basketball guys. Basketball guys. So yeah. It'll be good. Like, what if they get a top three pick and they still try to ship out below? Because this is definitely be a chance. Wait till my wait till my trolling up, bro. Okay. Okay. All right. I got I got a plan in mind they can go get for sure. Yes, I do. Sure. <laughs> I don't. I don't even care what the troll knows gonna be about. That one. Uh, I don't think there's a player that you're gonna be able to trade uh, to the Warriors for the Warriors to even uh, sneeze at the playoffs at the time that that comes. I'm talking about lie. with Clay and Steph and Draymond healthy. Yes, that's disrespectful. Yes. He's talking about next season. Next, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, he's talking about next yeah, season. That's I'm, talking, I'm talking about like. I thought y'all meant like right now. Oh, no, 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 we're talking about next season. We're talking about next season. We're talking about next season. Okay. Um, I was about to say these dudes won 72 games, bro. <laughs> no, they won the 73 and 9, and then they oh, still lost in the, in the finals. But Should, shouldn't have been there to begin with. For the whole Warriors Savage, I know we got. I want to talk about more than these topics, too, as well. Um, but the person I feel the worst for is D Lo. 
Um, D'Angelo Russell is who I feel bad for because he was on a Lakers team that did what? Nothing. Um, he was with the Nets. What they do? Kind of nothing either, too. I mean, and but he was able to revitalize just the organization himself. Like, I think that's he something proud of. He, yeah. he did bring the Nets to something, right? And But then when you signed that contract, even though you knew Clay was going to be out, you knew there was something to be said when he signed that deal with the Warriors. You just knew he'd be in the playoffs, so to speak, and that they would make some type of run. Mm-hmm. Now, that's all to a shame. And I think, to y'all's point, I think D'Lo does go somewhere. I think they do trade him eventually. Um, where to, who knows? Um, but I feel bad for D'Lo in this situation. Not because he's from the Buckeyes either, right? Um, <laughs> but, forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but legitimately, he, I gotta throw the Buckeyes in yeah, every, yeah, every episode. Um, <laughs> y'all, y'all, yeah, some of y'all fans threw, threw some signs after it event. But yeah, I just feel bad for D-Lo in this situation. Um, and then they, there's been trolls about the starting five lineups that the Warriors have now as compared to, you know, like the Lakers uh, without Kobe and Powell and Things like that. So <laughs> it just is what it is. That's right. That's about um, the Smush Park. <laughs> no, we're talking about after the uh, Jordan after. Clarkson. Oh, the, um, oh, come on. And I don't even remember who the shooting guard was. But anyway, yeah. nonetheless, I feel bad for D-Lo in this situation. But um, so back to our troll off last week, at least half of that troll is correct so far. The Warriors are definitely not going to make the playoffs. Now I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about the Raptors later. <laughs> All right. I know one team that D-Lo could get traded to. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. So that's what we're going to transition into with like this that. wrestling like match that, like that, that happened. So, <laughs> nice. so, a wrestling match that happened Wednesday night between. <laughs> that's what I call it. That's what it looked like. A tug of war. Yeah. A tug of war, if you will. NB, between NB and the cat, they ended with uh, Ben Simmons holding <laughs> Cat yeah. in a chokehold. Stop it. Did y'all see him tap out? Yeah. Nobody yeah. <laughs> 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 tapped out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What y'all oh, think about that? Uh, it's a good war. Man, I like wrestling. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm, I'm kind of like, I mean, of course I'm not old school, but I'm kind of one of those people that, like, I, I think part of the reason why I love Kobe was his his mindset that I'm going to crush you. That I don't, I'm not one of those people that's going to shake your hand. I'm not going to be one of these people that's going to, like, work out with you in the summer. I'm going to do my best to try to get any edge over you that I can. And I kind of believe that's what Joel Embiid is doing. Um, so I think I mean we've kind of seen them kind of go back and forth over previous years anyway, but yeah. to kind of see them like kind of have a little a little tussle or a little tug of war if you will, <laughs> um, and then Joel and B was like I mean they're both just really just talking trash to each other. I absolutely loved it. I mm-hmm. I liked it. I'm for it. Um, I'm actually surprised they only got two games apiece. That was surprising. It was surprising that they only one, 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 one punch strong. I mean, I just kiss each other. Yeah. One of them strong. She <laughs> said they kissed each other. Like, oh, wow, that wasn't enough. <laughs> it wasn't enough for more than two games. But I, I, I was happy to see. It. I'm, I'm actually, I'm good. To, I'm glad to see like uh, a, a battle between two bigs that's in the uh, two bigs that are in the NBA going like that. So it's I, cool to see. I like how my boy Jimmy Butler always get mentioned in something. <laughs> If it ain't one yeah. thing, it's another. Hey, I thought two people fight. I'm like, of course he get. I knew. I was like, he was so, gonna get mentioned so, in this <laughs> somehow, yeah. some way. I like that cat tried to fight, fight, you know, fight back and take up for itself. Besides, little kid cat. Yeah, little kid. I about to call that cat fight, but I was like, no more that cat fight. Ben Simmons came out and put him in a chokehold. Don't play. Hey, don't play with. Don't play with Ben and Joel, man. It's some brothers down there. Of course, don't be from Philly. They ain't making no better. Did y'all see like? I don't know if y'all had a chance. They were like walking into the other side of the tunnels. You see, uh, Cat's mom 
Trying to uh, oh, yeah, she so was there? Well. Yeah, yeah, she was at the game. Korea. I don't think she missed him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so I when I saw the when I saw the the it wasn't actually the clip, it was just someone that said something about it. I was like, Oh man, they were actually fought like this thought this reminded me of <laughs> I was thinking the same like, thing. you know, the Heat Knicks robbers like Lonzo Morning, uh Patrick Chewing and you know, some other people <laughs> as well. Chewing. Um, and I was I was disappointed when I did see the the squabble, so to speak. But I like the energy to Skyler's mm-hmm. point. Um, and Ben Simmons and Joel and we have something that is much more than just basketball, as you can tell. Yeah. Um, with them. Um, and then I we know like the previous tweets that Joel has said about Cat have nothing been factual because um, Cat has not been to the playoffs. Nope. Um, Once. And, and one he did get pumped out and he got pumped out by somebody um, and so uh, Joel just spitting facts at him uh, who knows who will have a better career at the end of the day probably Joel um, but two games was all they deserved to have to be honest mm-hmm. um, and then you just move on from there now I would like to see some other people fight and we'll see what that's like um, but we'll just see what they're those big two guys for now and between I guess I piggyback off what you just said I, when I saw there's something happening with them too. I know it's big fist fights in the NBA anymore. Um, outside of Serge Ibaka, not connecting on his fist fights. That's the only thing I can. That's the only thing I expect these days. So I knew it was like a wrestle. I just wanted to see was it as intense as it was, or was it uh, a cat fight? So it was. I saw it was a wrestling match. So it's tug of war. So that, that was, I was satisfied with it. <laughs> I don't know why I kept on thinking of uh, the TNT special when 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 Chris Paul and Blake Griffin were about to fight mm-hmm. and Charles Barkley and Shaq were never talking, but that's probably one of the funniest. That was the funniest thing. That's probably ever. one of the funniest things <laughs> man. But I kept on thinking about that too, yeah. man. Funny, the needs fights. And that was pre, that was pre, that was like night before Halloween, man. Was it like a full moon? What, what, it was happened? somewhere. What, what's going on at night? Because <laughs> the Rockets and the Wizards had a uh, heat checking type of game. <laughs> one fifty nine and one fifty eight in the regulation. Man, I'm no the Wizards ain't got John Wall, right? No, they don't. <laughs> Bro, they don't. Who's that mentioned John Wall on this show? I just had to. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just thought about that. I mean, but we talking about the Wizards, which is somebody we're gonna talk about. So we gotta give salute to what they do. Shout out to Aston. He graduate. Uh, next month, man. Yeah, so I was uh, just randomly checking ESPN scores today. I'm like, okay, let me just see what everybody's doing. You know, it's just like, okay, I ain't watched much sports today. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of go through the app and see what's <laughs> going on. So I'm like, all right, cool. Click on the little NBA section. Go through the scores real quick. I saw 117 and 111 at the end of the third quarter. I said, what in the hell is going on? They supposed to move the All-Star game over song. So I was like, go look at this. That was a high school in the All-Star game. <laughs> I was like, 117 and 111 at the end of the third quarter. I said, bro, what is this? So, of course, the score ended up being whatever it was, 158 to 159, 158. And the first thing that I thought of was, I don't trust the Rockets. Mm-hmm. That's the first. That's the first thing that I thought. I was like, there, I'm, I'm not trusting Rockets. Mm-hmm. There is no way on God's green earth that there's going to be an NBA contender for a championship, and you're giving up 158 points to the Wizards mm-hmm. without John Wall. Without John Wall, regardless. I mean, we you're gonna get John Wall just yeah, 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 exactly. John Wall, he ain't he ain't top ten board guard in the league, but he's worth something. And Jesus Christ, you give up 158 to the Wizards without John Wall, like this, that's unreal. And that to me does nothing but scream: this Houston Rockets team is not a contender. I can't, you can't have a contender that's giving up 150 something to a team in a regular season 
and they turned out to, and they turned out around to um, win the title. But it's the same the same team that gave up one hundred and twenty some without up to the New Orleans Pelicans there at you go. home without Zion Williams. There you go. <coughs> Shout out to Isaiah Thomas with seventeen and ten. Got to use Washington. Look it up. Bradley Beard had forty six. Yeah. James Harden had fifty nine. <laughs> Westbrook only had seventeen, but he had triple double. Brad Bill had what 40, 46. 46? Yep. I'm happy that the world is finally seeing that this analytics BS is not working. Um, you can have a superstar like James Harden who can score 50, 60 points, and you need every single one of them to win. But the analytics BS is why I hate the Houston Rockets. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's and the fact that they got Dan Tony, who defense, what is it? 158 points. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah 17, <laughs> I said, I have 17 and 10. I said, see, yeah. Yeah, what I'm saying? Man, look, come on, man. I mean, like, they're going to be a good regular season team, but by the time the playoffs come, I love Russell, but shh, he ain't going to get a ring on this squad. <laughs> <laughs> ain't going to get another first round exit. This one, yeah, this yeah, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> all that money spent. And then, somehow, I think I'm the one that we shared some about two MVPs um, on the same team. I, I just don't have any respect for it. MVPs that don't play defense. I know this can go a lot of different ways. I know James Harden won MVP two years ago, um, but how can how dare anyone say that there are two MVPs on the Rockets and y'all just gave up to y'all's point 158 points <laughs> to the Wizards, who just put Isaiah Thomas back in the lineup without John Wall, who had a rookie that scored over 20 against you all, lost to almost lost to the Pelicans. Blew the lead against the Bucks. Like I have no respect for the Rockets past the regular season, and I look forward to them actually getting a lower than a four seed now, just because of the way they're playing right now. And then here's the thing: I don't. Yeah, I, I think I, because at the at the end of the day they win, and I and that that is what matters. Regular season. Regular season, yeah, I'm saying regular season until the y'all know how I feel yeah. about the Rockets in the playoffs. Y'all remember my y'all, Come on, y'all remember my prediction? <laughs> Come on, man. But I think on the regular season, like we probably do need to give them a little bit more credit because they have the players that want to yeah. win regular, regular season, season games players, and yeah. the, the playing yeah. style. It's a regular season plan side. Like I guess they call it what the six seconds or less Rockets now. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, you got the perfect point guard to do it, but that's not championship winning basketball, especially when you're not playing defense. Um, so if you look for me to defend these Rockets in this game, you uh, <laughs> um, what a judge you would if you would have. <laughs> no, I, there's like no grounds for defending the Rockets here. Um, I mean, as a guy that just likes a lot of scoring, cool. Um, but one thing that also brought Carlos to pause for me, and I just found this. I out, like was that, Pause um, to pause. <laughs> was that Mike D'Antoni fired? Basically, his entire defensive coaching staff going into the season. Um, mm. So that probably says a lot as to why the Rockets can't stop anybody because they ain't got nobody coaching defense. They were exactly. actually decent. they were pretty exactly. decent on defense last year. Oh, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and I'm just gonna be real. If your opponent shoots 63 percent from the field for the game, that's, that's how much. That's the that's, that's the percentage. 63 percent. Yes. And you somehow. Yep. Like if you shoot sixty three percent from the court, from the field for the game, you almost win that one. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, and you only won by one. And you only won by one point. So well, not the opponent shot too. What did Rocket shoot in that game? 
So the, the rocket shot fifty three percent. Sixty three percent. So they say it's more when the Wizards just blowing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we knew the Wizards were going to yeah, be good, still, but still, they like, gonna load a clip from three. They shot fifty four three points. That's a boring game to watch. <laughs> 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 that shot fifty four. Oh, the Rockets average like fifty three. No, yeah, tilts a game. That's terrible. Half of your shots That's terrible. I mean, the free throws James Harden gets the real question. I think James well, had like 20 free throws. Yeah, 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 yeah
Mm-hmm. And the NCAA at this time is not trying to have, they don't have one, mm-hmm. but the NFL is actually working with the NCAA to try to get them. Because essentially, if they were, if the game was made, how would the players get paid? Because essentially, for that to happen, the NCAA would have to basically play them out of pocket. But NBA players don't get played for 2K though, right? And Madden and stuff like that, so yeah. Yeah. So basically, for wait, they do or they don't? They do. All right, they do. Because that's part of that's part of the revenue stream. Yeah. That's it's in the country. Agreed, agreed and yeah. in the country that's agreed upon in the CBA. So, yeah, it's like I said, it's a good thing now, but just the can of worms that is going to open is going to eventually screw the players in the long. So way. it's basically a short term thing where they just they want to shut people up. Mm. Okay. Yeah, lucky. I think that I think that's part of what it is. I think it's something to say, hey, NCAA is working on it. Like, you don't have to say that we we're, we're all bad or we're all just kind of like profit all the money. Here's here's what we have, and we'll continue to work. I think they I think there's a deadline that's set to have they have to have everything done by 2023. There you go. But like you said, it's just kind of something just to say, hey, I did my homework. Mm-hmm. Here you go. <laughs> Instead of like actually doing the work to go into it, yeah. it's essentially what they did. Mm-hmm. And then also, I mean, it really doesn't hurt them that much because it's just like, okay, because they were probably behind it the whole time. They just probably didn't show it. Just look at it nowadays, okay? If a player wants to make X amount of hundreds of dollars to sign autographs, guess what? These people who want these autographs don't have to buy stuff from. They have to buy from the bookstores or the stores that sell their paraphernalia. And guess where that money's going? Back to the NCAA. Yeah, from what I'm hearing, y'all say it's kind of like y'all saying, like, just it's just hush, hush talk for right now. Bingo. We're gonna get y'all something for the media. We're gonna get the players something to say, like, we we gonna we got y'all, but they don't. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that if you know, let's say James Wiseman was everybody in in, in the FedEx form was wearing James Wiseman jerseys, he wouldn't be getting a percent of that. Still, after you so called so so called are paying the athletes, like, nah. Y'all not paying nobody. Yeah, but I think I think at some point they'll have to come back and go back to the drawing board and say, okay, like this is what this is how we're going to make sure everybody gets paid for exactly their like uh, their likeness, names, and, and images, whatever. Because um, I think players are gonna like now that players can they have more than one option than just than just to go to college. They can go overseas and get a contract. Like um um, what's the guy that was um, thinking about coming to Memphis? Isaiah Hampton. Yeah. He was he was one of those players that could have like lit uh, the college basketball thing on fire, but he ended up going overseas. So yeah, they were losing that. So then people, uh, so players can leave high school and go there, or they can go to the NBA now. So <laughs> so at some point they're gonna start saying like, okay, like <laughs> we can't keep losing like all this talent, like because we lose all this talent, we lose all these players to overseas and NBA, and that's gonna hurt us in the long run. Like there goes your March Madness numbers, there goes your 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 top recruits going to Duke and Memphis and North Carolina all this is, that's not that's not gonna long no that's no longer gonna happen. So they ain't got no choice but to do the right thing, really. Yeah, and don't let someone come up with some genius idea for the NBA, very similar to how like the XFL kinda is for the NFL where the XFL can kinda get like college athletes that didn't quite make it or maybe even like maybe transitional athletes as well. Someone thinks of it like this for NBA purposes. That will pay people uh, or athletes to be part of like a one and done or come out of college and you can stay in the United States instead of going overseas instead. And then your name is more exposure here as opposed to somewhere else. Um, I think it also opens up a door for those people that are billionaires, um, not me, 
yet. Um, but I would think about doing something like that because kids want to get paid. I'm 17, 18, living in the hood. You know what I mean? My mother's rent passed, do all the other stuff. Like, I would love to make money for my mother, mm-hmm. knowing and utilizing my true talents and mm-hmm. not always our, <laughs> our true talents really are education or our intellect. Sometimes it is how well we can play a sport, how well we can do an instrument or how well we can fix a tire or something like that. Like, that is what it is. Um, so paying me for the guy given talent. So I would love for a billionaire to uncover something in here, but there are so many other alternatives. I don't think this one is going to pan out. And like I said in the last podcast, it, as college athletes and college sports, it's always politics. It's mm-hmm. always politics with college sports. Continue to the NBA and NFL and everything like that. Okay. Yep. That was a good talk. We leave out. We got plenty of time. <laughs> so, NFL review. Well, before we move on, a uh, couple of notes uh, coming up. College basketball starts this week. For sure. If Tigers play against South Carolina State, you got the number one versus number two and three versus four matchup. I don't know who between Kentucky, Duke, Michigan State, Kansas. I don't know who's one through four and four of them, two of them playing each other. <laughs> Whoever one and two playing each other, so one through four playing each other. I think it's like <laughs> I think it's like Michigan State and Duke and then Kansas. Michigan State is one. Yep. Yeah. I've announced myself as a Duke basketball fan, so I don't know anything about Duke anymore. <laughs> Well, finally coming all over 100%. Uh, 100%. I got season ticket to the Tigers. Hey. I ain't never had season ticket because the freaking Blue Devils probably couldn't afford it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and also uh, today, Florida State fired in football, college football. Florida State fired the coach, Willie Taggart. So, that's sure. W. Yep, sure that, 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 that vibe was ridiculously high for I, Willie Taggart. So I thought they were going to wait till the end of the season. I think it was like. Yeah. 30-something mil or something more than that. Jeez. Florida State got it. Of course Florida State got it. Uncle Willie, sir? Yeah, you worried about it. That's like Tennessee egg. That's why I did it. That's why we... That's why we... That's why we... That's why we... Dang. And folks got too fast in the memes, bro. I was like, bro. Oh, really? Rest in peace, though, man. Yeah. But, but you talk about Florida State. I just pulled up their record really quickly. Four and five, five right now. Five and name. seven last year, and then seven and six the year before that. He just got that last year, though. Yeah, you're forty. Jimbo Fisher. Um, Jimbo Fisher and Odell Hagen, two actually went two and zero, which was you know coach underneath him. But also think about like last. I think it was today or yesterday. Florida State played Miami. Yeah, twenty four seven. There used to be something to watch. I didn't even give a, a crap about the game. Didn't hear they about mentioned it. it on college game day, like, yeah. and they said exactly what you said. They showed yeah. like back in like. I think I saw somebody like, man, this drove in two thousand nine. It's like two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody cares about it. And they used right. to have talent on either side of the ball still, that and that is, that is that doesn't happen at Florida State. Okay, just just peep this. Florida State raised about twenty million dollars in private donations to buy out what was left for Tigers contract. Wow. So that's twenty million going to them. Under the terms of his original contract, Florida State's athletic department will owe him 85% of his remaining contract through January of 2024, which is between 17 and $18 million. So he just came up in life real quick. Pretty much. For losing. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait. There's Must more. be nice. There's, there's more. Hey, I, I, appreciate, so, I appreciate Black Man doing that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 what's up, Black Man? There's more. There's more. <laughs> so Florida State also paid Oregon a $3 million buyout when they hired him from Oregon back in December 2017, as well as an additional $1.3 million buyout that Oregon owes South Florida when they hired him last December. 
So again, shout out Willie Tiger. He may have got fired, but Brian's coming up in the world. All I can do is put my fist in the air and be happy to be back, man. Hey, shout but out to Finesse him. is real. Finesse nah, real. somebody need to buy me out. It's something to be said to be played to be paid by your former employee years yes. after you left. Yeah, Bush Jones in Tennessee. Bush Jones, shout out Josh Miffle. He's gonna be still getting paid that's right now. Want, that's, why, that's why we don't want to fight Jeremy Pruitt. Golly, yeah. You know, I was thinking. I was thinking last night doing the game. I was like calling out plays. Well, like SMU, like I knew that about to run the screen, like when they ran it. I called it. I was like calling plays. <laughs> we do that long touch and pass to Gibson. I was like, he about to come over right there. Mm-hmm. I was thinking last night, bro, I could be a coach or Alphonse coordinator. Yeah. So I go, well. go make it to the big time. Get bought out, yeah. Hey man, study the grace become greater. Yeah. That's what they always say. Consider it. NFL mid season review. Surprises, disappointments. Who are your out of our we did our uh what preview what about a month two ago, beginning of the season. Let's do who your surprise team is that you didn't expect that you even Having a radar to do anything, and who's your disappointment that you expect a lot out of, like the uh, <coughs> Browns? Uh, I'll go first uh, with my surprise <laughs> team. <laughs> the surprise team for me have been the Carolina Panthers. Mm, that is the team what? that has surprised me. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You got to record this for real. <laughs> <laughs> we record, right? Yeah, we are. You want to okay. record video, though? <laughs> hey, I can't so, believe it. Yeah, we got video coming soon. Also, the surprise team for me has been the Carolina Panthers, who um, <laughs> literally at this point, you guys are, I'm it's pulling it up right five now. And three. Five and five three, three right now, which is, even though the, the schedule hasn't been too much it's, of anything, but to, but to say y'all are five and three, and even still, I would have been surprised at five and three if you had Cam Newton. But yeah. you're five and three without Cam Newton. Um, Cal Allen has looked great. Christian McCaffrey, Jesus Christ. MVP. MVP. Really small, quick story. We of course we have our own fantasy league. I had the second or third pick overall. Third pick overall. I think I had the third pick. I think. And Christian McCaffrey was sitting right there in my face. Mm-hmm. I said. Mm-hmm. Nah, buddy, I'm going to take Zeke because every time I play with Zeke in fantasy football, against um, he's on the opposing team, I lose every single time. Mm-hmm. And I picked up Zeke. He was, he's, he's doing okay, but Jesus Christ, if you look at Christian McCaffrey's fantasy numbers, the man is good for 25 or 30 every single week. And I'm just like, yeah, Lee. So that's the best been my surprise team of the year so far as the Carolina Panthers. There you I, go. I can I can appreciate that, man. <laughs> I really can. Sure. You're welcome. Thank you, man. Go on with your disappointment. Um, my disappointment team. <laughs> Actually, there are several. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to go to the one that I've been most wrong about. Yeah. And that's the New York Jets. <laughs> they have looked god awful. They just lost to the Dolphins. They just lost to the, the Miami Dolphins. Now granted. Who's trying to lose? Now granted. Half of those losses were when Sam Darnold was out. Hey, but still, he <laughs> even when he was the one that was seeing ghosts. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it doesn't even matter because Jesus Christ, he played against New, the New England Patriots and. They had the boy out there spinning in circles and seeing goals and thought he saw Casper and all that type of stuff. And he has looked terrible. They lost to the Miami Dolphins today. And the reason this has been my most disappointing team is because I did say that we're going to the playoffs. Yes, mm-hmm. So there you are. Uh, everybody looking at me. <laughs> it was a good segue because he's talking about the Panthers. I was like, I ain't going yeah, to um, so like my team that that surprised me was the 49ers. Of course, I'm going undefeated. Um, I didn't expect them to go undefeated. I knew they would have a great season. 
yeah. uh, with Jimmy G coming and you know the signing of Tevin Coleman, who I really liked and hate hated going against when they was with the Falcons. Um, so yeah, uh, them as well as the Bills mm-hmm. because yeah, the yeah. Bills were like very very sneaky good last season. Like they were one of the teams that lost like a lot of games, but they were close. Mm-hmm. And like I can see the progression that they made, and right now they're six and two, and they're definitely gonna make the playoffs this season. So um, shout out to them. Um, y'all looking at me like I gotta say it. So. <laughs> <laughs> the shocking of my lifetime now, right now. Be mindful. The Colts started out two and five last year, and made the playoffs. That's true. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I don't know what the hell is going on with the Browns. Man, it's um, your boy. The the sophomore slump is getting to him. Yeah. He playing like he was on the it's cover that, of Madden. It's that coach too. It's the coach. Yeah, it's the coach too. Yeah, he ain't man. it. He's not it. Uh-uh. That's my call. Because I'm like, man, we got Odell Beckham. Well, I'm saying we like we the Browns, but y'all know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to be. I had them going to the Super Bowl this year because of the talent they acquired over the summer. And plus, Baker's, you know, was I thought it was gonna have like a repeat of last season when he was playing like a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. So now he's just a good quarterback who I. I don't know what's going on. I don't even know good is the answer. I'm sorry. He's good. I mean, he's still. You see no turnovers? No. These league turnovers. These league turnovers. Since since he became a starter, you're going back to last year. I'm about to to do a sports center reference. A reference. He's not bad. (laughs) 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 He ain't good either. He's good, but he's not bad. But no, that's my team. And then I do got to throw some shade to the Falcons. Of course, like yeah, I knew they were gonna suck this season. Come on, man, they weren't good in the Come first on, place. Come on, man, they weren't good in the first place, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go next. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, I'll start probably with my. I'll start with my surprise team. Uh, of course, obviously the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I expected them to be good. I wasn't expecting them to be this good. To be eight and at this midpoint of the season. Uh, of course, you just mentioned too with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I think them allowing Josh Allen just to be himself, allow him to get out of the pocket, scramble and run, and be able to make plays. And also their defense. Their defense. Their defense always been. They were good. They always good. Yeah, they were good. Yeah. Um, I blame the Cardinals for their good defense. It's a dead. Adam Anders. Sean McDermott. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, so those are my two teams that I would say it will definitely be my surprises. So my disappointment, I y'all took most of them, but the one that hasn't been said yet would have to be the Chicago Bears. Um, kind of not surprising. Actually. And surprising. with all the hype that was um, surrounding the Chicago, Bears. the Bears, surrounding <laughs> the Bears, of course, the way that they lost in dramatic fashion last season. Of course, everyone was thinking, okay, this season we're getting everybody back. You know, this is going to be Mr. Trubisky. He looks like he could be the guy that we want, but he's looked god-awful this season as them regretting them trading up for it, which is funny because now they're starting to break up the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for those yeah, who don't know, Pat uh, they, Sean Watson was in they, traded, they traded up to the second pick of the, of the draft where Pat Mahomes and Deshaun Watson were sitting waiting on it. And mm-hmm. Mr. Trubisky was taking over. And then Deshaun Watson, that same draft, after being picked up by the Texans, saying anyone – it drafts Mr. Biscuit above me is making a huge mistake. I said Deshaun Watson was the best quarterback in the draft. I said yep. 
I, I, I want the Bears to be patient, though, because Mitch last year. Be patient with who? Be patient with who? Be, no, be he's patient. a Panthers fan here in his conference. That makes sense. Be, be, be he patient. Wants, he wants them to be patient, so last, they stay down. I mean, sophomore slump. Like, Get out of here. This is third year. This is third season. season. This is third? I thought that was the same. No, this oh, is yeah. third this season. Is okay, okay, that's a wrap. This is a wrap. This is a wrap. This is a wrap. How much longer you gotta wait on the girls to get ready for the day? How much longer you gotta wait? No, 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 I really thought it was the second season. Okay, 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 the third season lets you know what you get in the player that you got. I was gonna say, you gotta tell the girl, like, babe, come on, we got a reservation. Like, we can't keep waiting, babe. Come on, we got to go. I thought it was his second. I really thought he was gonna say be patient and then he move the train. No, 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 no. Because even like with us, you look at Tyson Mariota, at least we can say he got hurt. And he showed glimpses his second year. I ain't seen nothing from Mr. Spitzky. That's true. Oh, yeah. Also, since we brought up Deshaun Watson, shout out to Deshaun Watson. We had a great game today against yeah. Jacksonville and said that uh, the reason he was able to function today was because of the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Big so, bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he also do a touchdown pass uh, one eye. Yes, yeah, so one eye last week. Yeah. Shout out to great teams. Uh, teams that we already mentioned, the Bills uh, being one. Um, also, shout out to the Colts who yeah. are second in the division right now um, and could make a, a run to the playoffs. Um, also, shout out to the Packers. Um, we, we haven't mentioned um, the reason why, though. Um, yeah, and I get it. Yeah, I, I had them definitely in the playoffs. I actually had them NFC Championship. I didn't think they'd be in 7-1 right now. And I thought there would be some honeymoon stage, so to speak, for Aaron Rodgers um, and the new coach as well in the play calling, but their defense has been carrying them as mm-hmm. well very heavily, which I didn't see them being as well. Um, shout out to the Saints as well with the 7-1. and one. I'm not going to mention the 49ers because we already have. Um, disappointments. I don't even want to get on the Browns train because uh, we already know about that. Shut up, Sheedy. Uh, I mean, <laughs> the, you know, just like I, I said last week um, for um, the Atlanta reference, I'm going to make the same reference again for Cleveland. Um, Cleveland um, has Cleveland Cavaliers have the same record or <laughs> same amount of wins as the uh, Browns as well. Um, so shout out to the Cavs and the Browns for sharing two games. Ah, hell of so a stat. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, disappointed, too, with the Rams. Um, they're 5-3. and three. I think they'll find a way eventually, but will it be too late? Because if you look at it right now, they'd be out of the playoffs. Uh, with their record, um, because they'd be the third team in the NFC West, with I think the Panthers right now would take their that role or the Vikings, Vikings. Um, over the Rams. So that's disappointing. Also, another team that's disappointing right now <coughs> is the Chargers. Um, anyway, who's on? They're three and five <laughs> right now, but I had them going at least into the playoffs. I feel like Philip Rivers always finds a way to get into the playoffs and get beat. Um, but I don't even think he's going to find his way to the playoffs this year in the AFC. So, that was actually my disappointment. Um, I didn't pick the Chargers to make the playoffs, but I didn't expect them to be 3-5 at this moment either. Um, like I said, I know they always have injuries on defense. They have injuries every year. Um, they could like the worst luck team in the NFL. But they normally, like I said, he still normally gets them to the playoffs. And, like I said, the Colts started off 2 5 last year. Stuff happens. They might still come mm-hmm. rebound. Um, my surprise is actually they only three three and one, but they've been even the losses they look good. The Detroit Lions, nice, because <laughs> I, I didn't expect them to be like they, the games I'm watching. They look good. They, like, they, they do look good. Matt Stafford looks. He looks 
more comfortable yeah, than, yeah, than yeah, usually yeah, does. Exactly. I, I know they said um, something. His wife had cancer last year or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 So she cleared it. She uh, she's good now. So I think he has got the off his mind. So yeah, those are my picks. And they've always been like really consistent, like really consistently good to like people don't get like the nine and seven. Like yeah, they're yeah. always consistent, like nine and seven, eight. But even this year, they just look even. They, like, like they, they look they, better. They figuring it out. Because some games, like they lost to the Packers, they should have won the game. Like that was. They should have been referees great. took the and the Vikings game. and the Vikings and they the Vikings game. Matthew Stephen went off. Right. He and they, off. and the Chiefs game, they had Pat Mahomes beat and then fourth and eight. I think it was like a timeout got called right when they stopped them or something like that. It was just so that's a team to keep in mind for next season. Yeah. I think I think no. we still keep them in, in mind this season. So. Yeah. Um, not it's a division because the not, Bears. Not yeah. Well, what I'm saying I'm keeping them in mind not as a team that will possibly in the playoffs because I think that yeah, is pretty stat. But I think they're going to be a team that okay, this is this the Lions beat the Packers and now the, the Packers don't have home field advantage or the Lions beat someone and they're knocking them out of the playoffs. Yeah. I think that's the type that's of team the, type of the Lions will be. Um, they don't make the playoffs, but they're going to hurt somebody else's chances to be in the playoffs if not seeding. As well, yeah. I think also, um, as you mentioned before, Matt Stafford looked a little bit more comfortable. I think them now having a actual running back, uh, Carry On Johnson. I know he's yeah. out right now, um, but, but them have with the Lions finally getting him because I think last season he was like the first Lions person to rush for over a hundred yards in the game. In like five years, in like five years. Yeah, it was a long time. So, uh, but to CD's point, I think they're gonna be like that. Fringe playoff team that could be on the cusp of getting in, but because they're in the NFC North with Green Bay and Minnesota, uh, they're always going to be on the outside looking in. But they can they can probably play sport into a lot of teams that may have playoff aspirations. Mm-hmm. And like I mentioned earlier, NFL, like I said, coach star two and five last year. It's that's the type of league things like this happen. Yep. Um, teams be disappointed like now, and they will yep. turn up. A team could be. I've seen. Come on, Brown. I've seen the. I've seen Arizona Cardinals one year start four and zero and finish four and twelve. South Carolina That's last true. year. I hate to break That's up two. Carolina six two last year. I mean, finish sixteen. Like yeah. I've seen this stuff happen. So everything we just said might just be yeah. <laughs> wayside. Mean, shoot, but the anyway. Giants made that run. Yeah. That years. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it is. Time for famous. Is you trolling? Is you trolling? Is you trolling? Is you trolling? Yeah, yeah, baby. 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 Pretty much. But I'm basically going to predict Gold State's going to have a top three pick. Mm. They're going to wait to package DeAndre Russell with that pick and whatever else they can. And I got to predict that Milwaukee will have a disappointing season. And Giannis won't sign their extension. But my trolling or not would be that mm. Golden State will use that pick. DeAndre Russell, some future picks, whatever they got to do. And Giannis will want to force his way out of Milwaukee and be traded to Golden State. Oh wow! Oh, um, I didn't see that. next summer. I'm only going troll because I can't necessarily see Milwaukee. Not Milwaukee. Giannis saying, "Just get me out of here." I can't see him like making a big rub. Like I can't see him just like 
being in the news constantly, like saying, like making a whole disruption about getting me out. Because I think what Milwaukee's going to do, they're going to try everything in their power to keep him. And I don't think he's just going to be that upset to want to leave. Now, I can see that. Now, if that was put on the table and Milwaukee knew he was going to leave, then I could see that happening. Yeah, but you're talking about you like, don't see it. You don't see it being like Anthony Davis. No, it's gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna be like very low key. If it if if it does, it'll be surprising more than anything. Mm-hmm. I'll have to see it to believe it. I say that. I think in this time, kind of age and social media, like there aren't any secrets. Like people gonna speculate where people are going, and then it's gonna get to a point where it's gonna kind of make Giannis look like a bad guy, kind of like how they did AD. Because I don't think AD. It said too many words, you know, from last year to this year, you know, mm-hmm. to get into LA. And I think it's gonna be the same thing with Giannis. I'm gonna go I nah, like I love that move. Like I said, the Warriors need a inside presence and I know a few like a few episodes <coughs> back when I made one about him going to the Lakers because historically they've always had the better big man. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the Warriors with going back to Will Chamberlain, it's like they have one of the first big you know, big inside scores, you know, and I, ain't nobody in the game scoring better than the inside right now in the NBA than Giannis. So you put him with, you know, Steph Curry and, and Clay and, and Draymond. You know, Draymond holding centers anyway, so I guess Giannis will be a power forward and that's a depth squad I don't think anybody looking to see. Because it don't even matter, he can't shoot at that point. I mean, but shit, if, if, if he's an inside scorer... No, it won't matter because you got Steph and Clay because you, got, you can't double him. I, 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 Draymond from a spacing and, standpoint, I just don't see how that works. A space? What you need space spacing. for if you got... Steph and Clay? Exactly. Steph and Clay, but... Okay, where would you stick with Giannis? Like, in the inside, in the post, get, get rebounds. Yeah, yes. Put it as in the post. Because he drive, you can't, because you literally can't double him. You decide to double him. I, I trust well, him inside of Jay more than JaVale McGee. We see what we did with him, is my point. <laughs> well, you, got uh, champ, you got a championship with JaVale McGee. So, you can get you one of you got a championship with JaVale McGee. Imagine a young. Not the current JaVale McGee. Like, imagine a Draymond and Giannis pick and roll. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. that's deadly. And Draymond, like I said, is still the best facilitator on the Warriors team. I mean, we won't know until we see it. But. I would like to see the, the trade happen in regards to the Warriors, but not the Bucks. I want Giannis to keep that mentality that he is Milwaukee and keeps building with Milwaukee. I want, if the Warriors do that, do something to that scenario, I want them to trade for someone else. I'm not going to say who. Um, but they can make their own pick. But. Let me let me read your mind and say Carl Anthony Towns. I was God, you were in my head. I was literally just saying I wouldn't make that. He big would be a, the would, perfect player, honestly. I wouldn't make that big of a I package deal for him. I defense playing that. <laughs> I mean, but you gonna put him with the Warriors? Who Draymond gonna make you play some defense? Still, and yeah. if not, you that's Steph can't play defense anyway. But my thing is, <laughs> Steph tries to play defense. Carl Anthony Towns is not playing defense. I mean, at the same time, if you come into a championship team, your mentality is going to have to change, especially with the one that you already got now. But inside that system, he's the perfect center to be on the I think Carton Towns is one of those egotistical players that's not. Like kind of like Dwight Howard? Yeah. I I can see that, too. That's the bad way. Well, they won't be, I don't want to call them championship team anymore because they'll be two years removed from the championship. (laughs) 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 Gee, Sheedy. Yeah, I was uh, because I got a lot of slack when, we when the heels were going, so I let the Warriors got to talk. All right. Two. Give me one about your Cam Newton. My Cam Newton. Ah, <laughs> I want to hear this one. <sighs> All right, guys. So, disclaimer, um, it is Kyle Allen's job to lose. Yeah. We watched the Titans. We ain't watched it together, but the Titans-Panthers game. Mm-hmm. The key takeaway I took from that game was 
Titans doing tight things in the first half to get down 17 0. But Kyle Allen, Christian McCaffrey did good. He, he did good. He had that one before that one big run, he had the fourth quarter. Before that, it was Kyle Allen. It was Kyle Allen. Okay. Bro, it was uh, Dots. I mean, we can tag him. And I'm having shock his hands. Taking hits. So. <laughs> I mean, he made DJ Moore look like. He's like, supposed to look like. like what Steve Smith told him he's supposed to be looking like in training camp. <laughs> he's so, making uh, Curtis, uh Samuel. Y'all know how you stay Buckeye. He's making him look good. Come on, man. Kirk said this is third season, man. He was going to show out this season. I've been proud of him. Um, but I'm on the Kyle Allen bandwagon simply because y'all know me. I'm a Panthers first kind of guy. And it's been a long time since I've seen our offense look this good, especially after taking a you know an L last, last week to the Niners. You know, last season it was 50 points and that was the end of our season. You know, this time we get 50 points on us and then Kyle Allen come back, you know, with a great performance against a great defense in the Titans. So I'm with the Cam Newton. I mean, I'm, I'm with the Kyle Allen bandwagon. This is job to lose. But with me saying that, there is a team that this big body quarterback can go to. Trolling out. Pittsburgh Steelers. So go after Cam Newton. What's up, Pittsburgh Steelers? <laughs> yes. No. I don't want his inaccurate ass. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no. You say the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I can see the Bears. The Bears don't want that quarterback. That just be real. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the, the Titans could go after Cam Newton or something. Yeah, sure. But, but, but yeah, Cam Newton, I don't like Cam I'll, Newton with the Steelers. I would, nah. I would take Ben with his bad elbow right now before Cam Newton's <laughs> in Everson. Like, God. Jeez, guys. But I'm no, sorry, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I like Cam, but I'm just being real. Like, the accuracy <laughs> is there. Oh, dude, yeah, the, I'm sorry. Because honestly, that's why when he just said Titans, I'm like, I don't really want to go to Cam Newton. <laughs> we just had a problem with an inaccurate, hurt, running quarterback. <laughs> That's what he is now. <laughs> Cam Newton, he needs to go to a team, I mean, which is very similar to the team that he was on, but he still is on, but he needs to go to a team <laughs> where there's a really good defense and he's not forced to constantly having to win games. That's the type of team that he needs to be on, which is why I said, like, Tennessee has a good defense. He won't be constantly forced to, like, make throws or like I mean he is gonna to have to make throws but like the game doesn't always have to come down to like Cam Cam can Cam Newton drive us eighty yards to get a touchdown or can he drive us eight seventy five yards to get us like a game winning or game winning field goal. He can but not on a constant basis not on a consistent basis. That's my thing. And that's another reason okay. when you say the Titans that's well another reason why I mentioned the Bears, even though they've been a little disappointed season more more because of their quarterback, but their defense is still pretty good. Pretty good. So. Just thought I asked it. That was a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> I got one, and I think this is one that um, just the previous one about the Warriors just had me uh, bringing this up. Um, so in a recent article in Slam Magazine, a recent cover, they had Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, and Devin Booker on this cover. Of course, they did little interviews and things of that nature, whatever, whatever. So... The quote from Devin Booker, from, I think it was Devin Booker, so, saying that at some point, the three of us are going to play together. Uh, so, trolling all, the next big three for the Golden State Warriors will be D'Angelo Russell, Devin Booker, and Carl Anthony Towns. Troll. For the Warriors? For Golden State? Oh, for Golden State? State? Troll. I'm going to say they, troll. Yeah, they're not getting rid of Steph. Curry. I thought you were say, like, another yeah. team. 
I know those three want to play well. Yeah. I can't see it. I can't see it even if they all take. want to go to the Suns. If they all want to go yeah. to the to the Timberwolves. Yeah, I can because see those three, those three are especially Devin Booker. Like you got to almost give up heaven and earth to the Suns mm-hmm. to get Devin Booker. And I just can't oh, see like I can't see you giving up a big a good enough package to where you keep Carl Anthony Towns and you, and you still get Devin Booker or D'Angelo Russell is like Did they trade DeAndre Ayton for Cat? Heck no. He still ain't good enough. I no, mean, we're not good enough. Yeah, but you got two lackluster front offices. That's kind of like they may be willing to do that trade. I would hope not, and still keep your job. <laughs> I mean, they still gonna keep their job. They ain't, ain't nobody got fired yet. <laughs> yeah, if you pull a move like that, you might lose your job. <laughs> um, I say Charles just mainly because I think there were times where the banana boat crew, where they all wanted to play each other, yeah. and they all literally—I mean, you could say LeBron. I mean, but they did have a chance. They did have a chance. They didn't do it. They didn't do it. I just think—I mean—if you got LeBron, who was, in my opinion, I think a lot of times runs the league. If he couldn't pull that move off, they can't pull that move off. So I mean, the only person that stopped the move from being pulled off was Melo, though. He was selfish because he wanted the money. You think one of them ain't gonna want money? Yeah, I mean, cat. Like, <laughs> I could just kind of. No, I mean, they just signed their big contracts. Both of them ain't different. And the rest of it. I guess it was, it was probably just clickbait. Yeah. Probably just yeah. Clickbait. I didn't read none to him. I saw it. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and anyone else? That's it. All right, remember. We are powered by the Bench Podcast Network. Check us out on our new website. It's LBR Sports 901.wixsite.com slash real. Also, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's LBR Sports 901. And you can listen to us on any podcast platform. All right, great episode. Uh, See you guys again this week. Uh, Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Uh, Plenty times, plenty times, yeah. Plenty times, plenty times, plenty times, yeah. Plenty things, plenty things, yeah. Plenty things, plenty things, plenty things, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty things, plenty things, yeah. Plenty things, plenty things, plenty things, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty things, plenty things, yeah. Plenty things, plenty things, plenty things, And I watch the door fit, yeah. Got intense, popping over here Saint Laurent player, that's that money well spent, yeah. She bought a friend and even her friend bought a friend Call up a friend and even that friend bought some friends Feel like I just saw him again Smell like vanilla and Fendi Only pop bottles of Henny Arrogant when she get tipsy Said that she know I'm from out of the city yeah, work a nine to five and do overtime just to spend her weekends in Atlanta. Told me she a fan of the way I flick my grandma. How she think I'm handsome? Smashed and I ghost like Danny Phantom. Plenty things, plenty things, yeah. Plenty things, plenty things, plenty things, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty things, plenty things, yeah. Plenty things, plenty things, plenty things, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty things, plenty things, yeah. You like me hard to find yeah. Think I know the signs when I see the signs yeah. Close mouths don't get fed, tell me what's on your mind uh. Ask me can I slide like risky business, so I did 
Said that she prefer our interactions off the grid yeah. Mission too impossible to start over again It's 624 at the gate, now I got access to the crib yeah. Came in, yeah. got it on yeah. Laid the smack down like it's off a top rope yeah. No joke, this what happened when provoked yeah. Begging me to crash for the night, I can't do yeah. Plenty things, plenty things, yeah. plenty things Look in your home. Look in your office. Look in your home office. Everywhere you turn, there's so much smart. At Capella University, we think education should be smart too. Our game-changing FlexPath format puts you in control of your master's degree, so you can learn how, when, and where you want. Smart, huh? Yeah, we think so too. So if you want to take the next step in your career, make Capella your first step. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, giveth thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.